I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, sir. You look like a man who could do with some more pedals. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. I love a good pedal. The only problem is pedals are so expensive. Well, I've got some great news for you. From the 1st of October to the 16th of November, you can buy two Boss pedals and get the third, the cheapest one, for free. For free, you say? Indeed. Go to www.boss3for2.com. That's the number three and the number two with the word four to check the pedal combination and all of the terms and conditions. You can then go to any Boss UK dealer to claim the deal. My goodness. The only question now is, which pedal? That's up to you, innit? Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joining me this evening is Matt Knight. Yeah, Jay Cross. Hello. And Joe Branton. Bonjour. Um, how's everyone doing? Good. Oh, yeah, Very well, yeah. thank Real you. Real good. Very, Actually, very nice. Yeah. Good. What's this sexy voice? I was just, it's my new character I was going for. I wanted to sort of appeal to the ladies. <laughs> okay. Or, or men. Okay. You Either. know. Just people that like deep voices. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Oh, yeah, cool. Deep voices and guitars. Yeah. It's working for me. Yeah? You a bit it? of a stirring going on. Hi there, yeah. Oh, that's good. Can we set that's him up right. a binaural mic and get some ASMR going? Yeah, you know... Uh, I don't really understand that stuff. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah. Is, is it, it Phil? Was it you that introduced no, me not, to no, it? No, no, no. Is, so, I hear about it a lot on podcasts and mm. people... ASMR. People mainly talk out. about it as we if are, it's filth. We are probably ASMR. Like, people who are no, into guitars, this is probably ASMR. Oh, AS so the guitar. Do, explain what this is, because as far as I know, it's audio filth. It's not audio filth. It's just like, it's like a weird, like, I was listening to a lot of it when I was, like, like not sleeping at all, and it's really relaxing. Okay. It's really weird. But it's just people it's like, just making people, it's just mouth pe- noises around the not, microphone, right? I mean, no, that no. is a bit weird. Some, okay. of, some of that stuff is, yeah. But no, a lot of it is just like people talk... Like The, the, the best example of ASMR is uh, in t- definitely in relation to this, is the Jeff Bridges ASMR. You've got to listen to the Jeff Bridges ASMR record. It's uh, wicked. Is that filth? It's definitely... Do you think anything he's ever done could be... Is it just like Joe's deep other voice? other than well cool. Yeah, it is like Joe's deep voice. It's cool. But it's, is, it's, it's very weird. Isn't it just a podcast? Nah, because it's on like 
Have you not seen the YouTube? Um, like, if you have a look at the ASMR Reddit community, it's bonkers. It's massive. It's I just massive. don't understand what it is if some it's the, not some filth. Of the, some of the I, YouTube... I, I, don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, you need to check it out. It has nothing out. to do with guitars. So, so as far as I'm aware... track so, of what you're talking about. So, people, people just it's attack, sustain, memory, um, reverb. <laughs> it, that's the, Why uh, not rotary? I, I don't know. Um, but, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very weird. So are we ASMR? No. Why is that? Because it, it kind we, uh, of needs to be like binaural. If, can we, so like, well, let's if you're do, one let's side do to the rest of the podcast in ASMR. So we'll be like, um, you can be like, so uh, Philip on the Facebook group has asked a question of you, Mark. So let's do an experiment. No, no, no. So I'm yeah, going to okay. put this. So if All you right. do the low voice in like a hot, I'll put that in the left channel. Yeah. And then I'll do like okay. weird mouth noises so you've on, got, the, on you've, the right hand side. So you've got to like ask me a question that's been asked on the podcast group in that voice, and then I'll answer it in the podcast group, the podcast voice. Okay, so we're going to start the podcast by doing a right. question. Okay, yeah. This that is doesn't weird. really make any sense. It doesn't. Well, but we'll okay. come back to questions. Well, just just do the intro again then. Okay. Hello and welcome. <laughs> no, no, that's terrible. That was terrible. That that was awful. <laughs> That was over. Hello and welcome. <laughs> what? I've got that the was least almost relax. borderline Welsh. What were you doing? <laughs> what it is, see? Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I'll just... No, it's all about... Uh, right, so you, you say, say a thing now. Hey, hello and Wait, welcome to the... I need some room to cut. So you say a thing now and then stop and I'll plan that on the left and then you say another thing and I'll put it on the right. Hi and welcome to the GAK. With that, I think maybe we should move on. So this week, uh, Matt Knight checked out a £500 distortion pedal, which is even more ridiculous than that last segment. Matt, tell us about it. Uh, yeah, so probably the single most expensive pedal I've plugged in that's not a multi-effects so like one one effect and it's basically um what's it called first so it's called the it's called the royal overdrive by a company called van wielden okay now van wielden is an amp company that's run by one dude okay who makes amps um and he doesn't sell to any shops he only sells to like players directly most famous user i suppose is joe bonamassa um but it's a bit like that dumble thing where effectively it's kind of just like you order one and then you just wait for ages and then that's it and they're like i think the amps are like five thousand euros like what? starting price yeah they're, they're they're crazy expensive and like for the like the full setup you have there's like loads of like modular extras that you can get for the amp and the overdrive was de designed because loads of people were like, I want the same tone of the amp, but I can't always take my amp around with me. And I think it was sort of designed, I think Joe Bonamassa had said like, oh, I want my amp sound wherever I go if I can't plug into my Van Wilden amp. So they've basically designed this, this pedal, uh, which is effectively like an amp in a box. It's not really a distortion. It's more like an amp in a box that basically sounds absolutely amazing. So... When that people but are saying it only sounds good turned up like as if you're a bedroom guitarist personally, like for me, like I have like lower volumes quite a lot of the time. You just 
you don't get the same sound unless you, you you start to crank the master output basically but when they're saying oh I take I need this because I'm going to situations where I can't take my amp with me does it ha- does it record direct? Is there any sort of cab sim in there, or is it? No, it's it's basically it's very weird. I think the idea is that you plug it into a clean amplifier, and then it's got it's got two sets of dip switches on top. Um, they're like different tone controls, but they're not tone controls in the sense that oh, you just mess around with different tone switches. You set them up so it matches your amplifier. So when you turn the pedal on or off your tone remains exactly the same. It adds no brightness or no bottom end or anything like that. It's, yeah, it's loads of these different, like, filters, I suppose. Once you set them for for whatever amp you're plugging into, you never change them. You don't use them like a tone control. And then you've just got standard amp control. So uh, presence, bass, middle, treble, gain, and master. And then uh, there's, like, a mid-boost for extra gain. But, yeah, it, it, it sounds and responds just like a... A sort of cranked amplifier, um, more, more so than any other distortion pedal I've I've ever plugged in, um, and I just like I just I was like this thing is absolutely amazing for recording. I think if you're like in a studio and you've got loads of high end recording gear, it would be brilliant. But I think if you're kind of just using it at home, I just don't think you'd get five hundred pounds worth of use out of it. Personally, it doesn't sound unless like it's... You lo- unless you love boutique stuff. Like obviously, if you love boutique overdrives and like things like that, they're made in such like limited numbers. Like it's probably never going to lose value. It's probably always going to be worth what you paid for it. Could it be the next Dumble amp? Like you say, could it be the thing that in ten years' time is worth ten times its value? Well, that's that's yeah. like Van Wilden, and I think. Uh, I think did he yeah so Van Wilden and there's another company called Blue Tone or Blue Tone the Blue Tones the uh, the 90s Britpop band yeah they uh, there's a com- there's a company in America who make these amps that are used by like Larry Carlton they make like almost an exact replica of a Dumble and their, their starting price is like six and a half thousand dollars um, and that's for like the base model that's before you add in like extra controls or you know whatever so there are like certainly some people out there that are willing to spend sort of crazy money on like dumble type amps so those amps are only then going to go up in value because the waiting lists get longer so who knows so in my day-to-day uh job at the moment i um i deal obviously a lot with headphones and for stag um, for, for stag yeah stag headphones uh not stag um but uh Today, Sennheiser just released the Orpheus 2. So Orpheus, Orpheus. is... It's like a legendary headphone system, basically. Like, you buy... It's like an amp that you have to have the headphones connected to. Uh, And they released this in, like, the early 90s. And it was 10 grand when it came out. And now they go for, like, 20 grand or something like that. The new one, which they've just, uh, just announced, the amp itself... Not the insides, obviously, but the casing of the amp is made of solid marble. What? And the, um, <clears throat> when you turn it on, the valves are on like a little platform. You push the button and they come out of the top. Um, so it looks like a completely flat surface on top. And then you push the button and then the thing that the valves sit in, like the valve bases and stuff, That's rise so up. Price dollars, $50,000 for what is essentially a set of headphones and an amp. Yeah, but you know the Ugandan dollars we're talking. No, about. no, full on USD. 
but the original Orpheus, you had to. You, they were the ones that you had to put a key in to start them. That's how. That's how you turned it on. You yes. put a key in the front, and you turned the key, and then the whole amplifier turned on. Yeah. So on this one, it's is, got. Is it what? Is it like a uh, clicky button? No, like, it's got full focus. It's got a touch sensitive dial. So there's three components to it. There's this like um, the amp basically, which is like this marble covered box. Then the valves sit in that. And then on top of it, there's also a box that holds the headphones. When you push the volume button, which is on, the valves rise up out of the amp. The controls come out of the front of the amp because they're also recessed. And the lid of the box opens up to reveal the headphones. Right, wow. Oh, that looks so good. I've just, I've just Googled it. It's they look ridiculous. absolutely amazing. But the, I mean, to tie it back into what you were saying, that is, it's the kind of equivalent of the sort of kind of Dumble style. Amps. I love that you tied that in. Hi, I'm Mark Packham and welcome to the Headphone Podcast. Well, you no, know, but what I'm saying is people are buying that not because, I mean, it will be an amazing sounding headphone and the technology in it is incredible and it looks beautiful. But what people are really doing is they've seen that the kind of growth on the original Orpheus <laughs> and have gone... Okay, right, so that went up by this much. This one is starting at $50,000, but what's it going to be in 10 years' time? It could be $200,000. And I suspect that's what's going on a bit with something like this pedal. You know, it might be the next clon you know might have the same growth as that you know yeah i think it's one of those things that there's a, there's a quite a few companies making these like massive big box you know i mean pete cornish has done it for years made these like huge pedals that you wouldn't put on any normal pedal board but there's touring guys out there that would have that you know as their sort of main amp sound you know or or drive i i think it's not necessarily aimed at the guy or like the avid like pedal collector who like buys loads of stuff at like 100 to 200 pounds it's like aimed at some guys who've got like either studios or crazy like boutique rigs yeah there's that other company i think what was it dickinson amps and they make those ones that are like all like chrome fronted like steel plated and they make a huge valve driven pedal that's like 600 quid wow it's like yeah so i mean it's like it, it's pretty it's pretty nuts but yeah i mean there's it sounds amazing. It's built like a tank. Like you, you hold it and you go, yeah, this like feels like five hundred quid's worth of kit. You know, it's not like anything else. It's just like a, an awesome. It was, it, it did sound absolutely awesome. I've got to say, but can't justify spending five hundred quid on a distortion pedal. No, and um, one thing you did spend some money on the uh, the Zilla rebuild of your Pro Junior. Tell us about it. Yeah, um, I. I put a po- uh, picture up on the Facebook group and I've got to say when it finally arrived you know, I waited until half five like, I know it could arrive any time up until seven but I waited in all day <laughs> and I was like I have, a, I have things to do um, but yeah it turned up at half five and it was like the first time I've like opened a box in ages and gone wow that's much much better like I expected it would look good and I was like wow this is going to look much better than I I thought it would and basically I've got Paul at Zilla Cabs to build a oversized 112 with a cutout for um the uh, pro junior so you can take the chassis from the pro junior screw it to the back plate of the new 112 and then it sits in the cab um with a 112 speakering because the, the pro junior sound great i think as i mentioned a, a few weeks ago on the podcast but the box is obviously quite small the 110 speaker's a little boxy sounding it's quite mid heavy so i thought it'd sound much better in a 112 with a 12 inch speaker um, and I've also got him to wire it and build it in such a way that you could just use it as a one by twelve cab as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's sound. In fact, I was I was just about to hook it up before we started podcasting, so I haven't even like properly plugged it in yet. Like actually 
wired the back plate in. How much did it cost to get sorted? Uh, it was well, he did me a deal, um, but something like that would usually set you back out like somewhere between three hundred and fifty and four hundred quid, depending on what options you wanted. Does that include the speaker? Uh, and that's the cab. That includes the speaker and it includes the delivery. What speaker is that's it? Really that's really good. Uh, it's a Celestian Creamback. Oh, you have a cream. Mm. Mm. Very cool. Very cool. So yeah, it should sound and it's it's awesome. So it's like white white ends with black western center stripe. Basket weave front and gold piping. And nice. Yeah. Pictures up just, on the group. I just wish more companies would make more cabs that looked as good as that. And that's the great thing about um, the Zilla cab stuff is that he's got his own range of sizes, which are different to any other normal cabs out on the market. He'll do you any Tolex option. And to be honest, it costs you about as much as you would probably pay for like an orange cab or something like are that. They as, are they as like high quality as the orange stuff though? Yeah. the orange stuff is like proper like as far as i've always been concerned other than going for like a boogie cab which will i mean i, I think it's it's pretty safe to say that the boogie stuff is is more or less the the sort of highest quality build stuff on the market which is why people were still happy to pay a thousand pounds for a 4 by 12 you know you know but other than going for a boogie the orange stuff is probably the best stuff on the market wouldn't you? Like, yeah without you, a doubt and yeah. you think you think that the, the zilla stuff's up there yeah, I mean, it, wow. it, you know, it's just one guy that builds it in his, like, workshop in, in Bristol, but he uses, like, oversized wood, so it's, like, quite thick, so it's, you know, really boomy and bassy sounding. He's got some quite cool designs with, like, the back plates, so, you know, they usually work at full closed or three-quarter, so you can take some of it off, so if you want to have a closed back or an open back, you can. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's just really well-built, solid stuff. The only, the only shame... I suppose the only big shame about it is they just don't hold their value unlike yeah. other cabs would because they're sort of unnamed brand and because a lot of times they're custom so when you go to sell them you know you see a lot of them on eBay and stuff like that going for like half of probably what the person paid for it but they are you know a really solid and well built cab that's the uh, good part and the bad part of buying custom I guess like you say you get to make it look exactly how you'd want it and I would say that the one that you've chosen is quite esoteric um, mm. and uh, but the downside is obviously you know there's not much resale value there well you just have to make sure that when you're building something that's exactly how you want it it is exactly how you want it yeah. well like, of course you know that's that's all it comes down but that's, to that's that's never day, the case in the guitar world well, is no, it the, everything uh, everything yeah. goes eventually so Jay Koss what have you been up to this week um can I? I might as well. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I'd say now's the time. Now's the time. Now's I, the time. I've got quite quite big news. I uh. have... I've got a new job. Yeah. You have got a new job. You're I've leaving got, me. I'm, I'm leaving Joe. You are the third of the four of us nerds to, to leave. leave me. Sorry. I'm leaving, I'm leaving Joe. since we started doing this, when all four of us had the same job, now it is just me. We've left in the same order that we started, though. Oh, that's true. That is true. How mm. weird is that? Um, yeah, so uh, what we're saying, and there's not that much we can go into, I guess, but uh, if people want stuff, like, now's the time to grab you this week, basically. I guess so, if yeah. If people want to... Because um, he doesn't give a flip. <laughs> <laughs> no, good. that's not true. I've, I've had, So basically, this is my last week. Um, Friday, this coming Friday, which is the 6th, I think... Um, is my is my last day working in a guitar shop? Which, Indeed, which is pretty wild. Um, I've been working in this environment for over six years, and um, 
Yeah, it's, I, it's, I I personally think that Lidl's is a move up for you. I'm, I'm really glad you're pursuing something that yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, I tell you what, Lidl, great company, great company to work for. They pay the living wage. Oh really? They oh, do. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe that's out. No, it's Lidl. Lidl so, pay the living wage. They, they're Lidl, great company to work for. So when uh, when you start your new job as a guitar buyer for Tesco, yes. which star packs will you be uh, will you be stocking? Um, the Zilla. Uh, okay, custom. good, good. I like the way that we're taking this. Tesco, yeah. they're doing vinyl now, so we've got they to go are, for some yes. custom uh, custom guitar cabs. I so yeah, I am um, as much as as much as I am leaving Joe. I am. Uh, I'm going to be holding someone else's hand. I am going to work with Mark. Hello. Incidentally, <laughs> incidentally, didn't Mark get you the job that you currently? He didn't. Have? Get, he didn't. A. He didn't get me that job. And B. He didn't get me this job. Basically, right. <laughs> apart from the chicken counter at Sainsbury's, Jay needs me to get him a job. Um, so. So, yeah. That's not true. I, I have to actually. I think warn, he get I, I put it on job. my uh, CV that when you get me, you also get someone who is, mm, I'd say, about as quarter good for half the price. Mm. So something that they need to bear in mind. Mm, I'm not each sure time. about that. So, so sure about that. I, I, ended up, I ended up as your boss once, one, one time. You know, that's. Uh, so I am becoming the last bastion of uh, of sort of decency. Yes. Decency. Yes. So people for uh, again, it's difficult because you know we don't like to talk about where we work too much. But um, if people want you at that place, they can get mm-hmm. you at that place. I get Matt at his place, well, and, we can and then you can also get Jay for one. Well, until Friday, yeah. Um, at the at his place. But yeah. So basically, this week I've been doing a lot of handover stuff, um, which is essentially me just sort of. Um, Hanging out and waiting for my mates to come in and say hello. Yeah, uh, right. Which is, which is I have noticed how much less work you've been doing when when I sort of had just to it. phone up the shop um, and ask them to take a, a photograph of a, a sign that I needed to redo and send it to me. And two hours later, I had to phone up again and uh, and I did it immediately. Oh yeah, you did do it. Immediately. Which is in fairness, in fairness. If ever you needed, if ever you, because people don't like you, that's the thing you've got. Yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> people ignore your requests. But like, um, I tolerate you because, like, otherwise this would be really, this would be uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this thing here would be really awful. Do you know? So you need to come and ask me, and then I'll just do it for you. Let's just give me an idea, because often when someone isn't here except me, we uh, do the podcast without them. I wonder, can someone add up over the course of the? Uh, podcasts that we've done who's been on the least episodes it's definitely joe yeah probably actually me, it might be me because i it's spent between, a lot of time it's between me and jay definitely but i'm always on tour and jay's always on holiday i'm not on hol- well i suppose i was on holiday so you've been doing handover stuff people can get you there until friday people can get me there until friday um but worth uh, worth mentioning that uh we're still going to be doing the same amount of coverage, even Absolutely. though you're slightly... Ha- well, that's because you still have me and Matt and we do all the work. No, we still have you two, but also uh, we've got a lot more stuff coming in for demo mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, and it brings me on to something that I tried to do this week, uh, which was do the first ever Guitar Nerds live Periscope. Um, and I tried to Periscope a demo of uh, the Magnetic Effects White Atom. Yes. Oh, this was the one I tried to talk people out of watching. It was, it was. Um it was really cool because loads of people actually watched it. The downside was it didn't work very well uh, in that uh, I thought you could just plug an audio source into the iPhone and that would work. 
stupid me thinking that that would be easy um, because the headphone jack is an audio in uh, but turns out not just a regular stereo audio in you need, no, you a, need the three pin don't you indeed which is seemingly nigh on impossible to get because you can't just get a cable that goes from stereo to to that yeah. so when you get an iRig that's what I was just thinking just announced this week the um, IK Multimedia iRig Duo which would allow us to do uh, a microphone and uh direct feed from the guitar so the plan is get one of those um when they're available which i think is in the next couple of weeks uh, and do some periscope stuff that's um, cool i wonder if that has been released in uh like answer to this exact situation because periscoping is becoming a bit more popular it is the not- only time i've seen any decent periscope activity um, has been um, on like radio shows and stuff okay. where people can use that act- can just use the phone. Well, yeah, but where there's not a huge amount of like um, <clears throat> external noise. You know? Yeah. Well, I've been doing some research and Gear Talk do some stuff and Wampler do some stuff on Periscope and um, <laughs> yeah, they uh, they just use the mic on the phone and it sounds pretty bad to be honest. Like I right, just watched okay. the Wampler one from last night where they were going over some prototype stuff and. Uh, yeah, just the audio sounds pretty bad. So hopefully we're going to get a sound card uh, for the phone in the uh, the iRig Duo, which looks cool. Like two microphone ins um, and headphone out, and it's just like a proper sound card. That's good. Um, what about the... Um, isn't there a Focusrite um, interface specifically designed for um, going into like an iPad or iPhone via the camera connection kit? Well, yeah. I wish there was one for you. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like... This <laughs> is Matt uh, uh, reporting to us from 1985. Yeah, we've got some internet issues with you, uh, Matt, but don't worry about it, it's all good. Um, yes, but I don't want to buy a camera connection kit because that seems pointless when I can just buy a sound card that goes straight into my phone. Um, yeah, so that's what we'll be doing. So, um, yeah, we've got some more news this week, but there's a couple more site bits that I wanted to go through um, before we delve into the news. I can't believe you cut me out. What, all right, what have you done this week? You what could you have possibly out. done this week? Oh, I did some stuff. I Go on things. Then. I always think of things. Go on then, what's the thing? You tell us to think of things. What's the thing? You send us an email and say, think of some things. I literally, on this email, oh, I did put what did everyone else do, but then yeah. I meant all the good ones. <sighs> no, no, carry Go on. on. What was your thing? No, carry on. Tell us what your thing uh, well, okay. I expanded. I, I have. I have several things actually. Okay. One, um, I was in my lounge. No, I was in my this, dining this room. This is great. Right. Okay. Well, anyway, I was listening to a live version of Atoms for Peace playing somewhere, some festival. Who? Who? Atoms for Peace. I don't know who that is. Um, it's no. uh, it's Tom York and Flea's band. Oh, oh god, no, they're really really good. <laughs> that sounds, that, I remember I remember the news bit like before they had a name. Someone bit like seeing the article on it, being like, "Oh, it's no, it's it's amazing. It's probably the best music I've ever heard. Well, the best album I've ever heard is Tom York's solo album, Erasure. And so the the, the I liked Erasure's album, Tom York. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. So I. Uh, so I was listening to this Atoms for Peace thing and basically it started and I was watching it and I was like, oh yeah, I, I wondered if Flea would use his 1960 uh, jazz bass, his concentric controlled white uh, jazz bass that he has. And he was, and I was like, oh brilliant, what a great bass. Nice to see him using it live because he of course never uses it for the Chili Peppers because they're rubbish. And, um, <laughs> and, and and so it was great to see him using that. I went, went into my kitchen and had some dinner and I'm still listening to it and they start playing another song and I was like, man, that is the best tone I've ever heard on a bass. I was like, I'm so happy that I moved from precision basses to jazz basses as my main bass because 
the, the, this sound is incredible. I have to get this. I walked back in and he'd switched to a P bass. <laughs> yeah. He'd switched to a 62 P bass. Yes. And I was like, oh, did, I need another P bass. <laughs> yes. So, did uh, um, did any of the flea basses uh, make an appearance? The street no, bass? No, he, he switched between his 1960 jazz bass and what looked like either an original or a custom shop 62 um, P bass. We've been talking about doing a video on the five biggest guitar flops ever and I think oh, the yeah, flea, flea bass might be in there yeah could well be in there probably I mean I will hands down say one of the worst guitars I've ever played yeah awful yeah, absolutely I yeah, agree they were, they were pretty bad awful. So good colours though great, yeah, great colours colors. great yeah, colours the punk rock one pink scratch plate green body matching green why headstone. do you call that a pink a punk rock thing that's what it was, that, called. That was, it was called that was what it was called yeah. Yeah. green and pink um, so in, in I, I've expanded my pedal board. I bought a, a, a PT one. Okay. Um, well, I always had a PT one. I, I have a I use a, a pedal train junior, but I put it in a pedal train one hard case because it gives me room to put my cables in. Okay. But I've I've upgraded to a, a, a PT one so that I can put two more pedals on. So I bought a f- Phase ninety. Bought a Phase ninety, um, and uh, and it sounds great. And I'm using that loads on the slowest function on sort of uh, you know bass lines that are going on for a long period of time it just gives it an extra I've seen depth. your band that's all of them yeah, yeah they yeah, all go on much. for a long period of oh, time oh so you know we're recording a live video next week one song 22 minutes that's not a song yeah it is no it isn't at Twi- one point I'm playing bass 6 and the guitarist and the drummer are both playing drums are you playing bass six for the entire of the song, or do you uh, switch from a bass to I, the bass six? I, I have a bass at first because I need a real sort of dubby sound, and then I switch onto a bass six, which we're running through a Vox AC30 and um, and and a bass rig at the same time with these two. How do you do that and make it be coherent? What do you mean? Like if you're playing that live, how do you switch? Oh no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't switch live. This is this is like a really you just elaborate. said you're doing, a, you're live doing a, live video. Video. a live video, so as in. As in, we're, we've hired a studio, we're going there for the day, and it's going to take us that long to set up the two organs, piano, glockenspiel, two drum kits, and two basses. Who plays glockenspiel in your band? Uh, the, the, the drummer's playing it for a bit, yeah. Is this going to be like one of those um, OK Go videos where <laughs> it's a continuous <laughs> shot? Because if it's not a continuous shot, then it would really yeah. miss the trick. That's not oh, a live man. video. We should have done continuous shot. I think there will be a couple of cameras in there, so it might not be. Nah, just get rid of one, one of them. Camera. Send one of them home. Oh, maybe that is the way to go. You should yeah. definitely do it as a continuous shot. Yeah, Otherwise, that, that, like, it will look less interesting because you won't be able to zoom no, in. No, it will look face. a lot more. In, I, I, All I'm saying is, I'll give you the Guitar Nerds Periscope login, and if you can do it in one take, actually live on the internet. Well, it will obviously take a couple of takes, maybe, but... Um, okay, yeah. go do all of theirs no, first take. No, yeah. don't. So I hear. So I, um, <laughs> that one on the treadmills, yeah. first take. The oh. one that they did in the cars with all the pianos, that first take. That was so good. I really, loved that video. That was great. That was their best one because it's the only one that actually required any ability. Planning and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, a lot of the... the okay, Go video. Every single video that Okay, Go have done. It's a shame they've never written a song to go with those That videos, is the problem, is that I their quite, songs are quite I, rubbish. I quite like some of them. Songs. I do like that. That um, it's it's uh, needing, needing, or wanting, need, needing, getting, <laughs> getting, needing, needing, getting, called? something like that. That's yeah. the one with the paint. No, that's the one with the car. That's a it's a great song. It's a good song. Yeah, I think, it's, I think OK Go are a pretty good band. Yeah, they're okay. So one last bit of sight oh, news. Wait, wait, wait. <sighs> so I said I had a PT one. I changed to a PT one for more room. Uh, two pedals. 
Phase 90, I need a fuzz. I don't know what fuzz. I'm telling you. Bigfoot engineering. Magnetic white atom. No, would that work on base? King fuzz. Probably. Let's try it. Why, when you do this video with Matt, when you oh, yeah, plug a base in. Oh, we'll see if it works. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I um, had some other news, but I'll save it for next week because you're... Don't care. I bought a guitar. Well, I'm just saying, we're half an hour into this podcast and we've not even tickled the news yet. Okay. I bought news. a guitar pedal. No, no, I bought a guitar pedal this week. Go on. Really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I bought a guitar pedal. I bought today. Today. Is it a compressor? No. Did you buy a compressor, Jake? No. You need a compressor. Auto war. I bought a Boss T3. I got bored of trying to get a free one because so, they wouldn't give me one so I bought one good um, that's what we like to hear yeah. did you go for the 3 for 2 pedals uh, no okay <laughs> I didn't I, I'm, I'm really skimmed in well. fact is that deal still running it is yeah it's yeah, running until the 16th yeah. there we go um, <laughs> no, I, which I misinformed you of yeah, earlier today I could, Joe told me it was the 19th but okay. it's not it was the 16th um, I, I didn't I'm completely skimmed this month but I did really need to you 3 um, because I uh, oh have we lost Matty no, no, still, no um, because I am um, I'm playing a couple of gigs this month and I have been relying on a Korg pitch clip Good. Um, which is fine. Uh, works completely fine. But um, I am very concerned of uh, sending it flying mid-show. So, One last bit of site news. Um, we're completely sold out t-shirts. Uh, so I'm going to do one... So if you want to buy mine, yeah, I'm right. an offer. 50, 50 quid. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing spin-off t-shirts. Okay. I'm genuinely doing spin-off t-shirts. I don't t-shirts. want to know what they are. Um, so I'm going to do one more run, I think. So uh, maybe two more runs. So if you want one before Christmas, I would say... I maybe keep them limited. Maybe come up with... It. Maybe we should do a new design. It costs a lot to get the screen done each yeah, time. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, so we should try and get at least two runs out of it, I That's guess. Fair. But yeah, if you want to order one before Christmas, I'm going to do one more run uh, in the next week or so. So uh, get onto the site, guitarnerds.net forward slash shop for your limited edition t-shirt. Um, um, yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll get them out to you before Christmas. So, should we dive in some news? Nudes. That's probably the longest we've gone without diving into the news. I think half an hour. I oh think well, we- in that case, news. I think we've definitely done some before, which have gone on for the entire. So- oh, is that what you got? That's disappointing. No, no, I was cutting it short because you were talking. I was only. So, Black Star, uh, brand new Black Star amps, the Artist Combos, um, a 15 watt and 13 watt combo. Matty, what's the deets? Oh, Why have they me. made I don't amps? Know. Well, I do. Joe knows more. Than Why me. have they made amps that are two watts apart? Two what? watts apart, fifteen and thirty. Oh, I thought you said thirteen. No. Why would, you, why, why would anyone make? <laughs> I thought 13 you knew the details. Oh no, no. <laughs> they. Oh no, no. I do, I do, I do. Well, um, so have these been officially announced yet? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they announced yesterday? No, yes. no. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, fine. Were they? They're on the Blackstar website. Yes, they are. Okay, cool. I have played one of these. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think it's very good. I think it's a very, very good amp. Um, I my slight concern. And it is only a slight concern, is the price. I think it's a little bit too high. You see, like, I saw the price and I thought, actually, for what you're getting, it's not too bad. How but much are they? 649 and 849, I think. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, it's but, it's so much more than any other fifteen watt amp. That's the problem. And that's, that's the problem. That's the problem. Is is you know but, when I was when so I was talking to I was talking to the guys from Black Star about it, and my my first my initial thoughts is always okay, cool. What someone who is looking at one of these amps, you know, from a when you come at it from a shop perspective. It's very different to coming at it from a manufacturing perspective. When you come at it from a manufacturing perspective, you're like, okay, these are the benefits to this, 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 and this. When you come at it from a shop perspective, and from a, the perspective of a punter, you, which is what we all are at the end of the day, you go, okay, cool. What else is there that is like this yeah. that I can get for less money? And that is a question that we get asked all the time. And so if someone comes in and they try this 15-watt Blackstar amp, they will say, okay, cool. Well, why should I spend this money instead of buying a Fender Blues Junior or instead of buying a Vox AC15 a Vox AC15 or instead of buying a um a Laney Cub <clears throat> not a Laney Cub but like a <laughs> one of the one of the Lionheart one of the Laney Lionheart 20 watts Yeah or um LC15 is that still current? The LC15s are current. Yeah or you know like those are the questions that people ask. And you know they these amps do sound wicked. They sound really really good. But I do struggle to see where the extra utility is over. They're something only the like... same price as a Hot Rod Deluxe, though. Yeah, but they're only fifteen watts. But they are a one twelve, which a Blues Junior isn't. That's not no, a Blues true. Junior is a one twelve. Oh, yeah, is it? Blue but they're not in a big box, so are they? In quite because there are. Uh, for, I've not seen the artist. Now we're splitting hairs. Well, no, but I've not seen <clears> the artist <throat> stuff in the flesh. But it looks to be in Absolutely. a Hot Rod Deluxe and it is, box. It, it's not quite as big as a Hot Rod Deluxe. It's, it, it's like. It's a bit taller than an AC15 and a, okay. bit, sh- a bit... Slightly more marine ply does not warrant the, the £200 is, pound it's price It's going to give you, but it's, it's it's give two you channels. more versatility than a Vox, though, isn't it? But it's it, yeah, you- and it is two channels. You won't hear any negative words about Vox. <laughs> and it, so th- these are two-channel, which is, which is very good, and that's something that I think Fender and Vox... Fender more so than Vox. I can understand why Vox wouldn't make the AC15 two-channel because it's sort of treading on the heritage. For Fender not to do a two-channel... Well, I mean, I guess that's what the Supersonic is to a certain degree. Well, no, but then, you know, Hot Rod Deluxe is the two-channel one. Yeah, but that's 40 watts. Yeah. Which is too much for most but it, people. Yeah, but it's an obvious progression up the line, isn't it? You get Pro Junior, which is the smaller speaker, <laughs> yeah. minimal controls. Yeah. Then you get Blues Junior, which... I mean, it's not two-channel, but it's got the boost, yeah. bigger box... Then you get the Hot Rod Deluxe. Well, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. The Supersonic is something else Some, entirely. Somewhere in the middle, and, yeah, You know, absolutely. what's the two-channel Supersonic? 
Oh, 900 uh, quid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. Um, so I don't think the price is outrageous. And what's no, the, no, no. I, I how much is a DSL 15 combo? Oh, uh, 500 quid or something. Okay. Is, is that Does that even warrant a comparison? Well, yeah, I guess I so, because so. it's I Black Star so. against Marshall. Yeah, you know. and I think, I think that the um, I think that the DSL 15 is is a is a good amp. You know, I think it's a um, I, I I think it's probably not what we would look at in comparison to like a Fender or a or a Mar- or a um, a Vox. But the the um, the DSL 15s are, are very very good amps. And don't get me wrong, the Black Star sounded really good. There's not a huge amount of gain in it though. Well, no, they've the way Which is, they've they've designed it to be used with pedals. Yes, and they, like they have said that, and that that was what they were pushing home with me with the. Um, with the rundown of it, and I, I get it, I understand it. It's it's a basis for everything else that you're going to do, which I think is like kind of to a certain degree what Roland have been doing with the Blues Cube. Yes, you know they've like okay, cool. Here is a good starting point. Here is a nice, decent platform from which you can build upon, and I get that. I am a little bit concerned that it might not that might not take off. To the degree that they want it to take off. That's that's my concern. That's my concern. The amp. Don't get me wrong. The amp sounded great. It sounded really. I tried the 15, and it sounded wicked. Both channels sounded great. One of the other things that we did was we plugged in the um, Black Star. Is it the uh, the HT drive or the LT drive? What's the little yellow drive pedal that they do, Matty? Can you remember? Um, the LT the drive. LT drive. LT, I tell you what. For 50 quid. That is a wicked high gain drive pedal. We've got a bit of a question about that later okay. on. Well, that sounded amazing, and that into the into that amp sounded really, really good. Okay. My only my only fallback on it is 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 the price. I think it's a little bit too high. Yeah. In for what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, and I suppose th- what they what they to me having not tried the product to me if I looked at that I would say that they're going for. A, Someone who wants a boutique amp. Who like, wants a boogie but doesn't want to spend the money on it. Yeah, basically, they're looking for someone who wants a boutique amp that doesn't want to spend two grand yeah. but doesn't want a Fender or a Marshall. Because yeah. quite often you do get people that go, oh, I want something really simple in a small box. And you go, oh, we'll try Blues Junior. Oh, it kind of needs to have two channels. Yeah. And the thing is, like, Hot Rod Deluxes are too loud. Too loud. And, and Marshalls yeah. ta- sound too rocky. So I suppose it's kind of trying to sit in between yeah, those and- two. And that I think works really well. That uh, like the two channels, the the fact that it's got two channels is like far and away is like a very very is a real plus point. And they are they're really pushing the fact that channel two I think is uh, particularly neutral, so great to be used with drive pedals in the front end. So right, okay, if I remember correctly, the first channel is just a single band EQ, and yeah. then the second channel is the is the three band EQ and the ISF. Okay, fine. Um, I- I thought it was the other way around from reading about the no, product no, no, yesterday. No, de- definitely okay, the fine. second channel is the uh, is the is the one with the the four band EQ. Okay, um, and it's a um, it's a digital reverb, but it's probably the best digital reverb that I've heard. And effects loop as well. Uh, yes, which yeah. mm. is another thing that you don't get on a Blues Junior. Uh, yes, that's correct. Yeah. So a lot, another thing you don't get on. I can't maybe you do on a DSL 15 AC 15 uh, not on an AC 15 right. AC okay. 30 actually I don't think you do on AC so 30 no, really know. what it sounds like to me is that they're providing you with scope to build upon it's a, it it's, so. a, it's a pedal players amp yeah it, and it really is a pedal players amp okay. and that is really cool I just 
I hope for the sake of Blackstar because I mean when I've I really like Blackstar I think they're a great great company a great company um, I just my slight concern is that it won't take off in the way that they want it to that's that's the the, 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 the sort of the slight worry that I have with them okay we'll see but it sounded great it really did sound great yeah, both the, the chords the, that I know sounded, sounded good. really lovely with it so so news in today Electroharmonics have whipped out their cockfight cockfight um, Matt you're always excited by um, brand new Electroharmonics pedals um, <laughs> what do you make of the cockfight <laughs> um, what is I, it I is it a know. talk box no, no it's, it's not a talk box it's a, it's a fixed wire basically yeah. a fixed uh, wire yes yeah, fi- well, this the, is this the funny thing. Obviously, it's a fixed wire, but it's got an expression pedal input, so you can still use it like... You can oh, just make a, it into a wire. it's a cocked wire. Exactly. Right. Yeah, hence okay. the cock fight. Right, gotcha. Oh, yeah. it's, but it's actually... It, it, I suppose it's more than that, because it's, it's um, taking the crying tone wire pedal they've done, which is their normal kind of crybaby, sort of voxy, sort of traditional wire. The torque... The talking machine, which does the kind of uh, vocal type ones that they did in um, another foot pedal, and a fuzz pedal built into it as well. And the fuzz pedal has its own drive control. It's got its own bias control to kind of get it to really spluttery or sort of really full-on gain. Um, You can obviously adjust the frequency for the fixed wire, but then you can plug the expression pedal in as well. A kind of fixed wire, I mean, there's definitely see some like classic sounds out there that have used it personally i can't ever kind of really think when i would use it but plugging in the expression pedal is quite cool because then you can tailor the wah exactly how you want it to sound couldn't you just Um, do that with a wah pedal though not really i mean you can't really you could plug a crybaby and you go yeah it sounds all right but i wish it had more bottom end or i wish i could adjust the frequency to x y and z and there are some boutique wah pedals there like the exotic one that's like 250 quid but not everyone wants to spend 250 quid on a on a wire pedal. Or you could have something like this and then use the control out on something like an ES8 and then you only have one expression pedal that controls all your other pedals, in, including this, and then you can bring it in on certain patches and away you go. So you could kind of use a switching system to kind of give you multiple options as well. I think the good thing about this is for someone who... Maybe he's in like a covers band, but they have only got like they don't really use a wah pedal, but they want to do a Metallica solo, you know that kind of cocked wah sound. It's a kind of a cool yeah. little thing; doesn't take up much room on the board. Uh, and like you say, well, you know, you don't have to actually control it; you just turn it on, and you've got that sound yeah. straight away. So it's a shame that the fuzz in it isn't foot switchable as well. Yeah, you know I mean, it's just it's another it's another kind of cool. I mean, electroharmonics. When you know, I think about all the stuff that we see from like TC and and like Boss, and then like all these sort of like hand companies and that. Like electroharmonics, just really know how to like, really like knock out like just tons of stuff. And that's the thing is, this is this is only going to be fifty quid or something. Isn't yeah, it? and I was just thinking know. that actually, like if you were an electroharmonics collector and you wanted to buy every pedal, you'd be spending fifty quid a month at the moment because they yeah, do yeah. your pedal every month. It, their you know, R&D and, department and must be bonkers. Most of them are actually a, a pretty good, really. Like, I mean... You well, know, last month we had the C9, and that's 150 well, quid. Well, but uh, then, sorry, the key 9 In between then, we've had the um, smash drum. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
yeah com- they just keep coming I'm trying to think what I'm trying to think what else has come out actually because they've had like I don't know just like tons of stuff like, I think all three organ pedals have been this year um, yeah <laughs> you're right the, um, yeah. the, there was, there was some the new gone I was going to say some of the stuff that I did I was just going on their on their website because they always do like a flashback like That's Friday type TC, mate. they've even done they've even done things like um, like synths and stuff like they've actually done a mini synthesizer have they before with like touch pads and stuff yeah really um, yeah weird, weird. Uh, they were one of the first companies to do like kind of like a looper pedal as well with the 16 second delay it's like the longest ever delay so they've always kind of like been like pushing the boundaries of like guitar effects yeah, they. Um, we just put up a video on the YouTube channel actually about the history of fuzz, and uh, obviously electroharmonics features quite prominently in that. Um, I didn't realise that the Big Muff was like an uh, adapted version of the LPB One Line Booster. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I think that's the that's the funny thing about in general. Like you think of Mesa Boogie, like the guy who started Mesa Boogie, Randall Smith, started modding Fender amps, and you know the kind of the reason that you know a lot of a lot of like fender amps came out because he was modding like you know other kind of more simple amps from the time and it's just funny how like all those sort of things like evolve from basically someone modding something else well yeah i mean that's the uh things how the the tone bender came out it was like a modded maestro fuzz and then uh electronics obviously had the lpb1 and mike matthew said actually i want a bit more gain and i want it to have three controls and that was the Mm. the big muff my friends is evolution what that's evolution. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Should we um, just, before you do that, yeah. there's another thing that come out this week that okay. you haven't put down. Have you seen, and Matty, this might be one for you, the Ranger, the new Ranger FX pedal? That looks incredible. No, I haven't. So, because you, you had a son of Frankenstein, didn't you? I did, yeah. So, Ranger FX is, he's in, I think, he's in London, I think, isn't he? He's definitely he is, yeah. UK based. Yeah, he's in London. So, yeah. he, um, he's done uh, a bunch of fuzzies. The original one was the Dr. Frankenstein, which was uh, a really wild looking. Um, Didn't it have like a kind of pull lever control yeah, on it? And the, yeah, absolutely. And then they did the Son of Frankenstein, which was a smaller. Uh, smaller fuzz that had a bunch of dip switches I think inside if I remember correctly that you that was how you controlled the stuff is that right yeah that's how you yeah, yeah. that's so, right the volume control was on on, on the inside on the inside basically. yeah yeah and um, so they've just released a new pedal which is the Echo X which is a um, a mini pedal um, digital delay but the thing that sounds really cool about this is it incorporates their Eagle expression pad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the Eagle expression pad is a, a, a small touch-sensitive pad that you use as an expression pedal. And, uh, and it, it connects via mini jack to, the, um, to whatever pedal it's plugged into. And um, this looks really, really cool. And they are well cheap. So it's uh, it's it's ninety nine quid. quid. It's a mini pedal with like five or six mini switches on yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's actually less than that. It's five. Oh no, it's five. Yeah, yeah this five. looks bonkers. But mini switches, and then yeah, I mean, if you, it's hard to explain that um, the touch sensitive pad. It looks the touch sensitive pad looks like a terrible idea because it looks so breaky. It connects yeah. via a tiny mini jack. Yeah, and what it does is, it control? It is a little like disposable mini pad. What that it controls? I assume the so like the harder you push down on it, the more it will change. Yeah, I assume things. it controls the 
Delay time? Delay time, yeah. I don't know. It might even be variable, to be honest, yeah. on the pedal. But Exciting stuff. But it's a great pedal. Definitely check it out. The Ranger FX Echo X. All the uh, all the Ranger stuff on, is, is really cool. The um, I Because I remember at the time, Matty, you were... Think you because you thought about selling your you did I'm assuming you did sell your freaking sign in the end I nearly bought that off you because it was yeah wicked. it was one of those ones where I was kind of just like changing them around but the guy builds them all himself yeah like an an amazingly like like um, with building stuff like he just really is really into like gear and like building the circuits and he puts yeah everything together himself. Like designs all the circuits, but they're such an affordable brand as well. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah, especially know, it's considering crazy. it's all it's all UK built. You know, the um, the air traffic controllers. So I, so I did after find, reading about the because um, the only pedal that I'd seen about them before seeing the Echo X was the Son of Freakenstein. I hadn't appreciated that there was a Doctor Freakenstein that came first, and actually, there's another one that's smaller than that. Like the Freakenstein's dwarf, I think it's called. <laughs> of course, um, that's again a mini pedal. Yeah. But the, I really like the look of the air traffic controller. Have you seen that? Yeah, it looks amazing, and like all the boxes are really weird. Like, like they're all very weird shapes. It's like a parallelogram or something. A trapezoid. That is a trapezoid. Trapezoid. That one. But still, even oh, that's, just, that's I just realised on that. Quid. I was going to say, I just realised on that Echo X, there's two extra controls at the bottom as well, underneath the foot switch. Oh really? Oh yes, yeah, so yeah. There is. So you've got you've got level rate, feedback, input, volume, and then at the bottom you've got send and then feedback rate. Now the send control basically controls how many repeats carry on after you've disengaged the pedal oh my goodness this sounds so good That's so good and yeah, within a micro pedal we need to honestly, get one of those honestly if you've got 99 pounds to spend on a delay pedal at the moment that I mean, this has got to be the one. This is the eagle comes with it as well. That's not an optional extra. We right. need to get one of these. We need yeah. to try one. Matt needs to take it back to his lab and uh, and give it a go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Should we do some questions? Because we're, get... we're nearly up at an hour, and we promised that we do some questions this week, uh, and we'll carry over some questions into the Patreon. But let's make sure we do some now. Questions. Yeah. Callum says, guys, I'm facing a bit of a problem. I have 50 quid to spend on guitar gear. I really want to buy a new pedal. However, I also need some wires, strings, and picks. What would you recommend me doing? Waiting another couple of weeks to get the pedal or waiting a couple of weeks to get some essential items? Let's get a cockfight. What, what, <laughs> what pedal, though? A, a cockfight? Um, 50 quid. <laughs> Jay, you mentioned a pedal earlier at 50 quid that you would recommend... Blackstar LT Drive. The Blackstar LT Drive. I did mention that. Thank you. you. Did. Yes, I I thought you were talking about the cockfight that I no. said would probably be fifty quid. No, no you're right. <laughs> um, if you just want a cool little drive, that Blackstar LT Drive, I think sounded really really cool. I've never sat down with it before, and I think the reason that I haven't sat down with it before is because the HTs. Yeah. Which are the bigger valve-driven pedals? Because then then. 22 volts I yeah. think or something like that and they need their own power supply 24 volts is it tw- no Probably. it's not it's something weird really yeah okay. I, I, mm, maybe I'm wrong sorry what was that Black, the- Black Star HT stuff 24 volts no the um, the little like multi-coloured units no no um, the, just the, the big a- valve ones Oh, the big valve ones work on some sort of weird specialist supply. Yeah, I and think. that's I because of that, I've always been turned off by them because I know that you can't use them with a multi-power supply or anything like that. Yeah. So 
it's uh, and I think I just had that because um, I had an HT drive I, I don't know I genuinely don't remember where it came from I think I got it in a trade with yeah, something yeah that was weird and I also don't remember where it went um, so I might <laughs> still have it I don't think so I think I got rid- anyway um, I had one for a while and I yeah it just it did my head in that it, I can use it with a 9 volt um, so I never used it and um, and I think that sort of has always stuck in my head with the little ones. But that LT drive sounded really, really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Especially pushing that um that clean um the clean black star amp. And it, it was it was it made it sound I mean it is a black star amp, so it's a bit of a weird thing to say, but it made it sound like a black star. Yeah, I know what you mean. It was like you know, it was very it was relatively transparent, but like it gave it that sort of that edge and that sort of that mid-range oomph that you're like yeah well I mean that's a that's a, a one of the Black Star HT series you know what I mean like that's you you can hear it straight away yeah um, and so yeah I, I think that's a, I think that's a good to go for would you go for one of those over at the moment a if you're after something with a fair amount of drive would you go for one of those over a TC Dark Matter though at well, 36 yeah, quid Richard says after browsing YouTube for hours for half decent drive pedals the Mojo Mojo and Dark Matter together look like they could cover a lot of drive tones and £35 each anyone got any u- got slash used said pedals thoughts Joe have you got any thoughts on the TC Mojo Mojo the TC Mojo Mojo <laughs> is the is the single best drive pedal of all time that's not true is it no it's not true but it's definitely the best drive pedal on the market for under 50 quid um i include the soul food within that okay um it's brilliant it is uh i mean i love the mojo mojo it's 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 super transparent um and so if you've got so it, it comes it comes with a caveat like as long as you've got a good guitar a guitar that you really like and you're using an amp that you really like then the, I, I don't see any reason why you would use any pedal other than a Mojo Mojo because it it just brings out that, that sound it's it's really transparent and you, you like you can hear exactly what you're playing it just sounds bigger and you've got a little bit more drive the Dark Matter I think is a it's just a really cool like dark sounding not quite like it's not like a intense is it a metal pedal because dark matter makes it sound like a metal pedal i don't think it is a metal pedal i think it's um a bit more um musical than that i think it's um you know because they also do the rottweiler which which is is which definitely a metal metal pedal. pedal yeah um and yeah i don't think the dark matter is just i think you can use it for metal I don't think it, in the same way that you can use a tube screamer for metal, yeah, um, or in the same way that you can use a Proco Rat for metal, but like they're not specific, they're not like a Boss Metalcore, or they're not like a, um, uh, I don't know, whatever. What else would you, you just use Boss Metalcores? Don't you? Metal Zone, a Boss Metal Zone, or a Digital Metalizer, uh, heavy, heavy Metal HM2. But you know, it's it, it's not metal muff just a metal pedal um the dark matter gives you i just think they're very good sides they're very good so that the mojo mojo is a great overdrive and the the dark matter is a great distortion and if you have less than 100 pounds and you want three stages of gain and you've already got your amp then those those two pedals are 
oh, absolutely wonderful. Like, real good choice. To return to Callum's question, he's got 50 quid now. Does he spend 50 quid on pedals or 50 quid on strings, cables, and other stuff? I am very, very boring. Always go for a pedal. I'm very boring, and I really like accessories. I, I think accessories... I think having good stuff is really cool. Having a couple of good cables is really important. Having a decent no, power supply agree. is really important. Um, like, I... I <laughs> 50 quid and a pedal it depends on what it is that you're looking to get like if you it's the same thing like I, I I had it today as well in the shop like someone came in and they needed a new power supply and they didn't really want they knew that they had to spend 150 because of what they were running they knew they had to spend 150 quid and get like a uh, one of the MXR one, one of the new MXR ones which I don't think we've really talked about because they just they have actually landed now the ISO brick Okay. Um, maybe we'll talk about that next week. Or the Voodoo yeah. Labs uh, Pedal Power 2. Like, those are... You sort of need to spend that much money. But it is a very boring thing to spend the money on. Sure. But they sound great. And it makes sense to do. And so, like, having new strings, having decent strings, having decent cables, it's important. It is important. Yeah. Fender Custom Shop cables all the way. Yeah, I think those Fender Custom Shop cables are great. Like, they're what I use... Um, and if they stop working, you take them back to the shop and they give you new ones. Like, they come with a lifetime warranty. It's, it's, you don't ever need to spend money on cables again if you don't want to. And they're very high quality. I need to get some of those. I've got an Elixir cable that I've been rocking for ages. Um, and it's six meter. And I definitely do not need a six meter cable in the house. No, you don't. And if you, um, watch that video that Boss did, um, where they talk about the benefits of, um, buffered pedals over true bypass pedals yeah um and the fact uh you, you will see in that video that if you are using a pedal if you're using cabling that is over 18 and a half foot that is the point at which your signal begins to degrade even is, if even if you've got a buffer in there uh even if you've got a buffer in there okay um, which is why um the uh 18 and a half foot is the the maximum amount of distance that the the um, your signal can travel before it starts to degrade, which is why uh, which people is like six meter roughly. Uh, it's a, it's a little under five, it's five, five and, and a half, half yeah. But eighteen and a half foot is that's the length that Fender Custom Shop cables come in. That's the length that Whirlwind cables come in. Yeah, like anyone who's a, like a little bit switched on as to what's going on with those sort of things, they'll do generally like a ten foot cable and then an eighteen and a half foot cable. Yeah, and that is why. Let's do one more question. Um, let's do something from Sai, who says, what bands would you kill to see? You'd actually kill a person to see. <laughs> Matt Knight, what band would you kill a person uh. to see? I, do you know what? I don't really know. I, I thought about this question before, and I was like, I kind of, I've seen a lot of the bands that I'd really want to see, so it's kind of like, I wouldn't necessarily kill someone, <laughs> like physically kill someone Who to see them again. To... Um, I don't know. Pass. I, I honestly, I can't. I can't think. Pass. Of, like, that some classic band rock band. band. Yeah, I love Pass. Their album, uh, oh, oh. Mother's Baby Milk, uh, from 1976. Classic gatefold sleeve. Uh, yeah, I love it. Pass. Brilliant. Jay Cross, oh, what a band! Who would you 
want to see after directly after you had <laughs> slaughtered a human being. I think Jay and me are both pacifists. I so I am just looking at uh, looking at my last FM. I'm big into stats. Stacks, the Stacks. record label. So maybe like Booker T and the MGs. I'm, I'm or, really into. I'm um, really into. Sti- I'm really into statistics. Okay. And I like. So I use Last FM. And great I've, band from the eighties. They sort of took their sound from Devo. Um, <laughs> uh, but I like them. I like the sort I, of guitar. Joe Branton, what band <laughs> would you kill I to see? The Mars Volta. Okay, easy. J Cross, which band? Led would Zeppelin. You? White denim. White denim. Yeah, they played Brighton like six months ago. Yeah, yeah and do you remember those murders? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get a ticket. Um, the band uh, just so just to to answer the question more specifically, Fugazi are the band who I definitely I wouldn't kill anybody to see. Um, but Fugazi are the band who I um regret probably the most not going to see so Fugazi the last time they played Brighton was 2002 um, early 2002 which was just before they broke up and that was like um, around the time that I was sort of I was 14 15 15 I guess and I was just sort of getting into punk and stuff and so like I knew the name Fugazi but had I gone to the show it would have been a half hour walk back to the train station a um, hour and a half journey on the train, and then a ten pound taxi back to my parents' house, and uh, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do that, and I regret not doing it because Fugazi are amazing and um, are sort of everything that I have uh, built. Like, yeah, a very, very good band. As a vegan, are there any sentient land mammals that you would kill to see? <laughs> Uh, Fugazi Joe Branton good I think with that we should probably <laughs> call wait did you Brilliant. say sentient yeah no oh, it doesn't sorry count. I don't know hello with that we should call this an evening uh, do join us uh, yeah sorry we haven't done Patreon backers um, yeah Patreon I completely forgot about Patreon that's a shame isn't it because we're going to go and do a Patreon episode now we are we're not going to we're like going to stay here and start again yeah yeah we just do the whole thing again um, so patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds you get an extra half an hour of this absolute tripe uh, every week um, it's probably a bit funnier on Patreon I'd say I'd say this episode I'd say this is a four star episode so far yeah it's, it's good I think I mean I think it's because we're in our underwear I think the less clothes we wear, the better this podcast gets. I feel loose. I feel invigorated. It's drafty. It keeps me uh, feeling alive. What we've done this week is turn the heating up to maximum in Mark's house and then all stripped off into our pants. I don't know if you've seen the film Risky Business. Um, That's the sort of thing that's happened. I've not seen that film. It's, uh, it's a good movie. You should check it out. So, um, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds gets you an extra half an hour of podcast every week um, for $5. Um, for $10, you become one of our executive producers like these people. Enrica Siri. Paolo Caricano. Dale Rascaronaris. Jackaro Conroy Nino. Wilhelm Claret. Christopherson Wilson Scott O'Brienish Matt Quinnen Fletch Fletchariasco Fletta Gravitaganus Colon Anderson Colon 
I love how as he was reading that out you looked over like oh we've got some new Patreon baggers <laughs> very good so thanks very much we'll go back to reading the regular names next week probably but uh, yeah do head over to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds for more of this nonsense we should never record this late because it's turned into a nightmare um, <laughs> you can read Matt Nightmare and Matt Nightmare you can Matt read Nightmare. the feedback on this episode over on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum you can complain about this episode at FIFO. guitar nerds on twitter trust uh, pilot you can go to uh, iTunes and give us an f- amazing five star review for this straight up four star episode um, <laughs> and uh, you can join us on Instagram at guitar nerds as well and on Periscope at guitar nerds you can join me at Mark Random on Twitter you can join Matt at Matt underscore Nightsy, that's Night with S-I-E on the end. You can join Jay at J-A-Y-B-N-1 and Joe at Yosef underscore 900. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Fairly well. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.